And today we are welcoming slash preparing to learn from Caitlin Rohowitz. I hope I nailed that. Yep, you did. Good job. <laughs> owner of a Better Body Massage in Madison, Wisconsin. So Caitlin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, busy day in the life of entrepreneurs, but yeah, right. Hey, it's Monday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, how's it go? A long list of things to do on Mondays. Yeah. Overall, good. Thanks for so, having me. Well, thanks for being on here. Yeah. You, I'm sure, have a good story, and I'm trying to think. Um, I guess so that people know. You're also a client of Calls on Call. Which yes, is, yes, uh, that works really well for our business. Full disclosure, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long have you had a better body massage? So this year we, well, I'm still saying this year because it's January, but last year, 2022, we celebrated 10 years. Did you really? Yeah. Well, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, it was pretty, a pretty huge accomplishment. Nice. Yeah. Excited. So, what made you decide to start a massage therapy business? Oh, that's always a funny question. Uh, <laughs> I kind of started doing massage on a whim, to be honest. I always knew I wanted to do something healthcare, somewhat related, but I okay. thought that would be nursing or something, you know, occupational therapist, something like that. Yeah. And at the time, everything had like nursing shortages and like oh, sure. was three year waiting list. So I was like, well, I don't want to wait three years to go back to school. And mm -hmm. uh, I ended up taking the massage therapy program at Madison College because I could get in right away and it had a lot of the same prereqs right. as uh, nursing. And then I loved it. I had never had a massage before, before I went to massage school. Really? And, yeah, ever. Oh, wow. So I was just like, this sounds fun, you know? <laughs> and then I, tr I did really end up loving it because it's still helping people you're helping mm -hmm. people with pain tension stress but it's like night and day difference the type of environment you're doing it in like sure. a hospital or a clinic compared to like a nice relaxing oh sure spa cold and yeah. prison life versus <laughs> exactly. warm and Sterile. welcoming yeah interesting so, yeah and then just obviously kind of snowballed from there and turned into celebrating our 10-year anniversary nice yeah so when did you first get your massage your first massage. So we had a project in school to go receive a professional massage and we had to do like a report on it about how we liked it. Holy and cow. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's not a bad homework assignment. <laughs> I need homework like that. I know, that's right? crazy. <laughs> but then part of massage school is practicing hands on. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was giving and getting massages like three days right. a week for almost a year straight. Wow. Yeah. I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The giving? I mentioned just the wrist. You, I hands? mean, yeah, it is some wrist and hand strength, but you build it up fairly quickly. Okay. Like, I don't know, it doesn't take long. And then in school, you learn how to use your body so that you're uh, not using only hand strength. Okay. Like, you know, you'll see the smallest, most petite person, and they can just, like, give a ton of pressure. And it's All just because right. we learn how to use our core and our legs, and it's not just about... Nice. Like, strong hands are important, don't get me wrong. Right. But, All right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, you go to school at Madison College, how long a program are we talking? It was, I think, like 10, 10 months at the time. It was like a certificate. Okay. So that was part of the reason I did it because I was like, it'll be short and yeah. then I'll go back to school for nursing and I never did. Ah. <laughs> so did you start your business right after you got out of school? Not right away. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I went to um, Massage Envy, okay. corporate chain. Yeah. It was good, great place to like get my foot in the door when I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um and then I, I was going to actually bring this up because I was like, this is kind of a fun story. I ended up starting my business because I was having a garage sale. All right. And 
some person comes and she goes, see something in the back of my garage. It wasn't for sale. And she goes, is that a massage table? I was like, yeah. She goes, you're a massage therapist? I go, yeah. She goes, me too. She goes, I'm actually looking to like rent my own place right now. I'm looking for someone to rent one with. So I met this random person. Wow. <laughs> At a garage sale, she seemed nice, and we decided to uh, rent a space together and start biz start a business. <laughs> so you got a business partnership just from a random person that you met at your own garage sale? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. And it ended up being, I mean, I don't necessarily recommend that as a strategy. <laughs> yeah. How to start a business. Open Find a garage some sale. nice person yeah. at a garage sale. No. Um, so yeah, it ended up being great. We rented space together, but it was basically like sh her first starting her business and me, I didn't really know anything about starting a business, but yeah. I was like, let's give it a try. <laughs> All right. So how long did you work at Massage Envy before you got together with this garage uh, like sale? Like a year. It wasn't very long. All right. Um, so I started my business about a year after working at Massage Envy, and then I was only doing both for about three months because I figured okay. I, did, I wanted to have a safety net. I wasn't sure. going to be like, oh, I'll just start my own business and hope right. everything goes well, even though that's kind of what I did. But I had that had that safety net in case All right. things didn't. And at the time, you know, rent was so affordable mm -hmm. compared to now at least that I did the math and I was like, well, worst case scenario, it's not like I'm going to lose that much money. I'd have to, sure. do, I think I equated it to like, if I do 12 massages in a month, I'll break even or something like that. Whatever the math wow. was. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well. It was like super, we were over at the clock tower buildings on Odana. And oh, nice. That's so, just, that's not too far from here. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, funny. Yeah. Cheap rent. All right. Not, not super involved, but yeah. So did you... You shared a room, where, or not shared, but I mean she did her massages at, yep. in the so same space? Yep, so she just had her own separate business and her own room, and then I had, mine was still my own separate business, and I had my own room, and we gotcha. just each had our own clients, networked, right. and did whatever we wanted to do to nice. get clients. Yeah, so I had no idea what I was doing. I just had All right. a lot of ambition. and. <laughs> well, I imagine working for Massage Envy... I mean, you got to see some systems and stuff like that, good or bad. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I, f I definitely figured out some things. I don't want to say anything bad about them because for me at the time in my life, it was like the perfect, right? It's like mm -hmm. it's a really good job for what I needed at the time. Mm -hmm. But then once you are on your own and you figure out like what you want to do, there's yeah. just a ton of things that I was I knew I was going to do differently. Sure. Um, have more one-on-one -on -one time with clients. Like that environment just to me as the therapist felt kind of rushed sometimes. So that All right. was... Thing number one, like build more relationship, get to know my clients. It's mm -hmm. not just like random walk-ins. Like I wanted to see people and develop care plans for them and actually see them get get better and uh, see them on a regular basis. Okay. So that's kind of what my business turned more into is like, yes, massages are relaxing, but they're also very therapeutic. Like the mm -hmm. therapy side of your shoulder hurts, let's have you come in you know, X two or three times in a row closer together until it's you stop having that pain. Mm -hmm. And then we'll spread the massages out, but you'll still come in, you know, every four to six weeks to gotcha. preventative maintenance. All right. So, you know, that's basically what I preach a lot of now is sure. preventing things rather than uh. <laughs> running yourself down and trying to fix Fair. everything. It's probably yeah. easier to prevent, I imagine. Yeah, usually, yeah. Especially right. this this day and age with all of us having so much stress and everything, it's inevitable. You're going to get aches and pains from yeah. life, but prevent what you can. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of movement. I was yeah. <laughs> joking with my wife the other day, like, because, um, uh, well, we had to reschedule this because we were both sick at different yeah. times. Um, but my wife's like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I think there's not a day in my life that I can remember where nothing hurt. <laughs> <laughs> there's just always like, it's an ankle, shoulder. Yeah. You got a sore throat. Just always something. Yeah. Something I can still feel my shoulder from when I played <laughs> dodgeball. Yeah. 
Man, when did we play dodgeball? Two weeks ago? Oh, yeah. But it's one of those, like, we don't play dodgeball every day. Yeah. But when you do, you, like, pick up a ball, throw it, no warm-up. Yeah. And I I also tell people that's, like, I hear that a lot. Like, clients will tell us, like, oh, it just seems like, I don't know if they attribute it to just getting older. Like, everything hurts. But, yes, part like, things do get harder as our bodies age, but also things start to accumulate over uh, time. Okay. So, tension that goes unresolved, your body compensates. You know, you're, if things are tight in mm-hmm. your hip flexors and you start to bend forward at the waist, well your body's not going to let you walk like hunched over in your 30s or 40s, right? right. You're going to stand right back up, but then it's going to arch your lower back and create a different issue. And so, oh. yeah, it's right. our bodies are kind of incredible the way we compensate, but I can't tell you how many times people say, oh, I just woke up with this pain. And to me, that signals, yeah, you probably didn't wake <laughs> up with it. It's been building because you haven't necessarily been doing everything you could to take care of yourself. Sure. Um, but it's hard. Taking care of yourself is like a full-time job. So <laughs> Yeah, I suppose it's not one. it's not necessarily top of mind because you're going. It's, yeah, it's not really part of our culture just either. It's like, <laughs> hey, pause for a moment yeah. and do some yeah. pre-workout, warm-up yeah. stuff or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. when's the last time you had like a day where you just are like, oh, there's nothing on my agenda today. I'm just going to like relax and stretch. and. I think it was in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't recent. Yeah, I mean, if I don't think if I ask any business owner that they, were, they could like remember a day. <laughs> no, even I had one of my employees when I told them that I was sick, so I'm not gonna be on the Zoom, whatever. They're just like, oh, just take a day, and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. That's not a thing. No. <laughs> no. 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 I will just do what I always do and it, just pretend it's not a problem. Yeah. Around with my life. It doesn't exist. Yeah. No. I um. Well, I just had a the a baby in May, and people are like, well, how long are you gonna take for maternity leave? And I was like, well. That's kind of a weird question for me because I own a business. Right. So technically, I'm not going to be there every day giving massages, but mm-hmm. I never actually took a maternity leave. Sure. Like, oh. We moved into this space the same month I had the baby. And Did you really? He was three days old from the hospital, and I came in here to check how the paint was going. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so my husband's like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, they better not mess it up. Right. <laughs> And I think they did a great job. <laughs> so you scheduled the move, right? It wasn't like a spontaneous yeah. light switch thing? Uh, yes and no. So the Clock Tower buildings, we were there uh, the whole time up until May. Um, so almost 10 years. Holy and cow. we got the word that they were thinking about uh, demolishing the buildings. They just didn't have a timeline. Wow. And so basically what was going to happen, they kind of snuck in there when people renewed their lease that at any time they could give you 90 days notice to vacate. And I was oh. like, well, I don't want to be stuck in that situation where all of a sudden I have a newborn baby. <laughs> right. I have to find a place to move and move my business in 90 days. So I was kind of proactively looking. Got it. And that's just how it happened to work out. But, you know, things have a way of falling into place sometimes because right. we love the space. So... So you were in the same office building. Mm-hmm. Was it the same office? Yeah. So the person who I originally rented with, yeah. she just kind of moved uh, on to different things. At one point, her partner got a job in New York, and they moved. Now they're back in Madison, but she's not really massaging anymore. So right. I that's when she moved is when I hired my first other massage therapist All to right. do massages, like my overflow yeah. um, in her space. So garage sale lady. Garage sale lady moved on. Yep. Moved on in like a few years or how long were you guys? I think like two years. It was okay. Uh, yeah, looking back, everything kind of like blends together right? the years. But it's <laughs> tough. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, so she wasn't there for too long, um, and so she was all worried about breaking her lease, and I was like, no, I'm super busy. I could use another room, and I'll just hire someone. Wow. So yeah. All right. So you take over her half lease, whatever. Yep. Now, 
I love talking about employees because I don't feel so bad then. <laughs> How do you hire your first massage therapist? Because okay. you're talking about you got to hire mm -hmm. personality, yep. skill set, yep. and uh, I'm going to say tolerance for lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah. Just tolerance with yourself and them. Yes. Vice versa. Um, <laughs> I will say I have gotten much better with it over the years about being a little bit more like defining what I'm looking for. Mm. That's kind of been my strategy over the last 10 years anyways because I would just, I have a, habit of just diving into things and being like, yeah, I'll do this and figure it out along the way. And mm -hmm. that's great in some situations, but other times you want to be more detailed about exactly what you're looking for and have more right. of a plan. So um, the first massage therapist I ever hired did not last. Uh, <laughs> um, well, well. She was a great massage therapist, but then all the other things like mm -hmm. personality, reliability, you know, the, the timeliness, the cleanliness, the, all those other important things that I just do naturally mm -hmm. <laughs> that you you know, naively assume like other people can be great at yeah. and, and then they're not. So as far as massage goes, um, she was great, very talented. Um, perk of my job is I have to receive a massage. Oh, nice. Too. All yeah. right. Like, oh, you'll suffer through it. Yeah, that's kind of a perk of the job. Um, so that part went well. But then over the years, yeah, I kind of made note of the things I want. I look for, you know, reliability. All you right. show up to the interview, even just like five minutes late, I'm like, mm, strike one. <laughs> People show up late to interviews? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I recently, we just hired, a, you met Antoinette up front. She's yeah. our new administrative assistant, um, mm -hmm. just part-time. We're still going to use calls on call. <laughs> um, there's other things I need to help with around here, too. But uh, before her, I hired or interviewed two other people, and both of them were almost 10 minutes late for the, for the interview. You're kidding. And I'm like, I'm hiring an assistant to make my life easier. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> so funny. It's, yeah, it's just, you know... Sometimes yeah. I don't I don't know. People just have different ways of thinking, but mm -hmm. now I'm a little more clear on what I want. So Got it. yeah, like now reliability, customer service is a huge thing we look for. So mm -hmm. it's not just like being good at massage. It's about like how well you can talk to people and relate with people. Right. Um, you know, somewhat sales. I don't like to think that we're salesy at Everybody's all. Everybody's in sales. Exactly. Though. If there's a transaction of money. Yeah. Yeah. So how to basically facilitate those conversations without mm -hmm. it feeling unnatural that kind of thing so right. yeah so the first one uh good while lasted i'm not unhappy <laughs> about the experience because learned something from it but mm -hmm. yeah um but it quickly grew from there because uh she was my first one and then i'm trying to think again the timelines all start to jumble but at yeah. some point i started teaching at the massage school just part-time i was over in here there. um not this one over here. It was at Madison College where I went to school. Oh, really? The program instructor or program director at the time reached out to me and was just like, we could use an extra instructor in our clinic. So All once right. they've gone through the program, they would do a clinic that just operated basically as a massage studio where right. clients from the public would come in and get massages from the students. And it was my job to kind of like oversee that All part right. of it. So that was a lot of fun because I loved being back in a learning environment. Yeah. But then also I could kind of handpick people I like right? and be That's like, you perfect. want to work at a better body? <laughs> so I still have um, two people that were my, I call them my OGs, my original oh, people. That's uh, awesome. From the massage school, they still work here. That is cool. So yeah, once I kind of fine-tuned what I was looking for and what I needed and mm -hmm. had a better screening process, then we ended up, I ended up having like a really good retention rate that I'm proud of. <laughs> so you kind of pick a litter. Yeah. All right. Do you still do that? Massage school is unfortunately closed now. I do. Oh, it is? Well, Madison College is. There's okay. still um, East, West, and Aveda in, in Madison, but 
they're very sporadic with their programs, so there's just not a lot of massage therapists entering the field. So, like is that, many a, is that a universal thing, or is that a Madison area thing? You know, I think it's both, but Madison in particular is really struggling with okay. it. Yeah. Do you know? Um, do you have a reason why? Or COVID leads us back to the inevitable okay, blah, blah, right. blah, conversation about COVID. Yeah. Right. But, uh, during the pandemic, massage was just one of those industries that like you couldn't get around it. Right, mm -hmm. like we were tech. It was weird because we were technically allowed to be open because mm -hmm. in Wisconsin, massage therapists are considered healthcare professionals. Okay. So we were written in the orders that we could be open, but then some people were like, "Why are you open? You shouldn't be open." Oh. So we didn't really advertise the fact that we were open. Like other massage therapists would be super judgy. It just mm -hmm. became like a very weird and stressful environment for the massage therapist right. because clients like needed us but we also had our own stuff going on and so mm -hmm. self-care was like we're preaching this but we're not taking care of ourselves so a lot of the massage therapists just left the profession oh wow in 2020 like i i mean just i've been doing this for I don't know, 12 and a half years now so mm -hmm. like basically i have a lot of friends who they don't work for me but i know them they're massage therapists and they're great and mm -hmm. A lot of them aren't doing it anymore. Oh. Um, and then with the school closing, last year was their last class that graduated. Oh, so um, it's pretty recent. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, that's just going to... And even then, the class that graduated, normally their class size would be about 15 students. I think the last one was like six or seven. So, And that Whoa. was part of the reason to <laughs> okay. close it because the past few classes had just been so small that... Mm you know I get it they got our business to run and they can use that entire space at the school for nursing or dental hygiene and yeah. you know fill the space with right. programs that are a lot more lucrative for the school so interesting it's a kind of a bummer yeah that's one of the things about the pandemic that was very interesting for mm -hmm. me to see as a business that does a lot of business with different businesses right right the way that different business owners reacted mm -hmm. to the pandemic and in the, in the I mean it's changing every day. Oh, you yeah. read the news yeah. and you're like, what's the problem now? Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting how just the the range of how people reacted. Oh, yeah. And some just close up shop, board the windows, game over. Yeah. And others are like, let's figure this out. Yeah. And others are like, sit and wait. Yeah. And it was a weird... It was. And I feel like every industry was a little different too. Like totally. so Certain industries, it's super easy to just go work from home. Mm-hmm. Our industry literally can't do that. No. <laughs> there was, I saw some like funny videos where people were like um, attaching like blown up rubber gloves to the end of a broom handle and like standing <laughs> six feet away from the massage table nice. like massaging people. But it was it's just a hilarious way to look at our reality of like yeah we can't keep six feet from you giving you a massage. Right. Um, then for a while like both people were supposed to mask but like some people were cool with that and other people didn't want to mask so mm -hmm. we have the trouble of navigating people who came in here and you know would freak out and didn't want to wear a mask at all and like were offended that we were wearing masks right. and then we'd have people on the complete opposite side of the spectrum mm -hmm. that would like freak out if you like pulled down your mask to take a sip of water right so <laughs> it's just like you can never please anyone everyone but you have to just kind of do what's best for your industry for the mm -hmm. most amount of people and that included my staff like I had some staff that just weren't comfortable working and I didn't uh, force them to because okay. we were pretty slow anyways sure. and so I was like you know we can handle the client load like that's your decision basically mm -hmm. right um but yeah it was it's weird to navigate all of that from like as a business owner right because right. you're, you're on top of the client side but also like managing your staff and your people yeah. and making sure they're happy and comfortable and mm -hmm. want to come back when it's all over. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, when, yeah, when <laughs> whenever that's gonna be. That's so yeah, it's just like switch, it's all done. Yeah. I kept waiting for that headline, I know. right? Yeah, it's all, it's all done. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The bars are open. Yeah. We're good. Right. In Wisconsin, that's all people needed to hear, right? That's it. That's it. You know, that's when that is when that I figured that the whole pandemic thing was more of a big deal than I was thinking it was. Yeah. When they said that the bars were closed. Oh yeah. I'm like, wait, what? We can't even drink. You close the bars in Wisconsin? Right. It's not even a thing, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So apparently it was. Then, huh? you knew, then we knew it was serious. <laughs> yeah, then I knew, well, I'm like, okay, let's just take a look at this again and yeah. see what's going on. But yep. yeah, it was very interesting. It was still, I don't know, it's just interesting how different people reacted. Yeah. And just, and, and how, not only how they reacted, but then how it changed those industries, whether for good or for bad. But right forever mm -hmm. I mean like going forward like yeah. people just do things differently mm -hmm. and I think some good things came out of it and then some, yeah there's you know some yeah. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> you know I think it made people took a, take a better look at their policies and like when you're forced to make changes sometimes those changes can be good and you're like oh we've been thinking about doing this anyway right you know um, but yeah with the massage industry I think the biggest strain it put is like on on hiring for for uh, us, yeah. All right. At this stage, at least in the pandemic, at all, I will say. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> it's gone through phases. <laughs> so, your customer base mm -hmm. has the volume of people looking for massage grown? Yes. Oh my gosh. So that's like after we were, I would say around September of 2020. Things have been open for a few months already, but that's when we kind of noticed people starting to trickle back in. All right. And then by January of 2021 you could not get an appointment. Not just wow. us, like anywhere. Holy cow. And it was just like a, a switch flipped. And I hired um, Grace, one of our massage therapists. She went to massage school during the pandemic. So they had, oh, how oh. do you learn how to give a massage when you can't practice in person? I don't know. So that she, uh, you pillows? basically, yeah. <laughs> well, they basically had to find people in their bubble. Like for her, I think a lot of times it was her kids or her siblings would come over and she'd give them a massage and then they had to log their hours. But I was oh, like, funny. you kind of get gypped because you're not getting the hands-on instruction. Right. But Grace is an anomaly because she's like amazing. She's one of the best massages I've had from someone who was like brand new. So right. I was like, please come work here. <laughs> she's still here. She's great. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it was so weird, like how that, that whole thing happened with the schools being closed. Mm -hmm. And then I told her, I was like, you're going to be really busy really quickly. Cause normally when I would hire someone, I'd say it takes about two to three years to really build up your steady clientele. Like I'm going right. to market for you and get clients in the door, but then it's your job to like get them to like you and yeah, tell them to them. come back and sure. yeah, exactly retention. Um, so normally two to three years was the time frame I gave people to like have a steady, full, consistent schedule. Yeah. Uh, took Grace three months. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and it's been like that since then. Like people, Antoinette up front was just trying to get two people scheduled and we're uh, scheduling into like mid-March right now. Mid-March? Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. So we're booking like two months out uh, on average right now. Holy cow. So it's great. You know, like I said, good things have come from yeah, it. Yeah, right? <laughs> But so it's interesting how the, I guess, demand has gone up oh, yeah. and supply of like, therapists has gone down. Right. And that's the, that's the stress part of it. Like, it's a good problem to have because all the people who are here are super busy. Right. Uh, but then we have clients frustrated, like, I can't get in. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm sorry. All I don't right. know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So, so with this space, can you add 
more we employees? Can, or, yeah. Okay. We have plenty of room to All right. hire more people. So if anyone's listening to the podcast and wants to become a massage <laughs> therapist, you make good money. <laughs> All right. You just got to find them. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. So. So for, I guess, before pandemic, was yeah. this a problem with therapists? Um, not really. I mean, so this is how I used to put it. I used to say, help is easy to find, but good help can be hard to find. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> right. So I could find massage therapists pretty easy, but like to have one who I'm like, you're going to be here long term. Like you're mm-hmm. a really good fit for our culture, like everything personality wise. Um, now you just help is hard to find, let right. alone good help. I just, I don't even think good help exists anymore. <laughs> it's kind of the feeling. It's I rare. Get. Yeah. It's, it's rare. Very rare. Yeah. yeah. I think we're in a similar situation, right? Because we're essentially selling services that other people are performing. Yep. Yep. And so you have a level yep. that you're selling and yep. a level that you want people to perform at. Yep. And you don't necessarily know where they perform until you hire them yeah. and get going. Yep. And then you learn like, hey, you're a unicorn or hey, Not kind so of much. a donkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Kind of a donkey with a birthday cone on yeah. it or something. So <laughs> it's interesting. I guess I just realized that now. Yeah. But it's tough. It is. It's very tough. It, it, it is. And you do your best in the screening process. And it's so hard because you also want to be, you want to be selective to like mm-hmm. maintain the value of your brand. Right. But you're also desperate for help. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're literally. Do you lower the bar? <laughs> right. And then, but you know, I learned fortunately before that like, if you lower the bar, although it solves your more immediate problems, it just adds more problems. Right. Agreed. Down the line. So I won't. I won't anymore. Right. I'd rather be the place where it takes two months to get in than the place to get a bad massage or have a bad experience. Right. You know? Fair. Totally so, fair. Unfortunately, I'm just still dealing with that struggle. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to lower the bar a little bit, and that was it was a train wreck. It doesn't go well. No. Right? It just doesn't, unfortunately. It's like you, you'd think... Like how I was when I hired my first person that people, they can learn, you know, they might not be the most personable in the beginning, but they'll pick it up easy. It's like, no, they, they don't. No, <laughs> can't train personality. No, that exactly. That, and that's what I've learned too is like I, I can teach massage. Like if you're mediocre at, at massage, I will work with you hands-on and make you fantastic. All right. Right? But I can't teach you to have a good personality. No. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that part, I'm sorry, you're on your own. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. So let's talk about your space here. Yeah. You have, a, we're in a couple's room This here. is a couple's massage room. Yeah. All right. So we do some of those. And you have other... Yep. So across the hall, we have a skincare room. So I have one provider who does facials. So she does oh, wow. peels. Yeah, we do fun stuff like peppermint scalp treatments. Um, in the fall, we'll do like a pumpkin spice facial. Got to have that. The pumpkin spice everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's obligatory. Um, and then in the back, we have six massage rooms. Oh, wow. So there's eight of us right now, but... Massage therapists don't do 40 hands-on massages a week, so most no. people are part-time. Gotcha. Um, so that's why I was like, we be, probably in the space we're in now have the space capacity to about double in size. Oh, wow. Well, that's yeah. still a healthy room. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's it's nice. Um, basically, everybody has their own. Technically, it's not their own rooms, but because we have that ability right now, mm-hmm. there's only a handful of us. We kind of pick our favorite rooms, and you can decorate right. the way you like and sure. leave, your, leave your things the way you like <laughs> them. <laughs> have so, your own space. Yeah. I've always been curious about this with massage places. Yeah. Sound, I imagine, is a problem. Inevitably, yeah. Because it's massage is yeah. quiet, generally yep. speaking, but when you're in a shared space, yeah. or there's... People, traffic, whatever. Yep. I mean, it always seems to be a fire truck anywhere. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. 
We so there's not really a great way around that. You just hope your clients are like so relaxed that I call it massage drunk. Oh, <laughs> when nice. they're just like half in out in an awake state and half out, where you right. aren't as aware of like external noises. Okay. That's my hope. Um, but yeah, we do everything we can to like minimize the sounds. But yeah, if an ambulance goes by on the sure. street outside, we can't control that. Right on. Uh, but we have music playing in the rooms. This room not because we're talking, but yeah, right. um, <laughs> and then we also have white noise machines like don't oh. yeah so that kind of helps drown out right. a little bit and then right. we also dim the lights once you once you get further back into the space so it's mm -hmm. kind of like a uh, a visual signal to lower your voice oh, nice. <laughs> more of that Clever. yeah yeah and it works it, it does right. work yeah nice so. what have been some of your biggest challenges with the massage business in general, I mean, besides employees, I suppose. Yeah, it's a big one. I'm like that we haven't covered yet. COVID, uh, hiring. I, I think just figuring out like retention. Everything oh, else aside, employees or clients? Employees. Okay. Um, clients tend to like. We have a service, luckily, that people want, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's not like we're selling, we're not doing your dialysis. We're not forcing you to come get, like, a MRI, right? Sure. Like, we're, we're giving people a service that primarily they enjoy. So right. we don't have I to, like, so. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we don't have to, like, twist your arm to come back in. It's more so, like, um, getting people to understand the value of, like, long-term massage mm -hmm. and how important it is for your wellness. And mm -hmm. so... Um, a part of that is people get attached to the massage therapist that they see. Yeah. So like when I went on maternity leave, I was trying to ask a lot of my clients, like, what do you really like about my massage specifically that I do oh. so that I can have you see whoever I think would be a good fit then, mm -hmm. you know, cause I could guess, I could say, you know, we normally work on hips and legs. So I'm going to book you with Kai or right. you really like cupping. So I'm going to book you with Persephone, whatever, you know, like mm -hmm. I could guess, but I wanted their feedback. So I All asked right. them and I was like, well, what do you really like about my massage? Cause then I want to match you with someone who'll be a good fit while I'm on maternity leave. And I think a couple people could articulate it, but most people were like, you know, I don't really know. I think I just like you. <laughs> I was oh. like, well, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you magic hands. Yeah. Uh, similar situation, I guess, yeah. right? Because yeah. our clients get attached to our yep. employees. Yep. Employee goes away for whatever reason. Yep. Then clients are like, what the hell? Yeah. And we're it, like, sorry, people don't last forever. It, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, like, it just happens. It's like, right, like yeah. it's, not, it's not anything people generally plan for. It's like, no. <laughs> it, some people Definitely. move or people decide they want to do something else with their life. Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just. Yeah. It's life happens. Yeah, people exactly. come, people go. Yeah. It, it's funny that you mentioned the hair thing because I had the same hair person for. Oh, man. I bet it's 12 years. Yeah. And then COVID came around mm -hmm. and they're like, we're closed. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. not permanently. Yeah. But just like, but then you're hey, like, we're closed. Right. So then, like, okay, well, yeah. I'm not going to grow my hair out forever yeah yeah so i find someone else and then that someone else became my go-to yeah and that's how it goes sometimes it's like it's not the intention to like leave right yeah. you didn't you weren't unsatisfied mm -hmm. with the services you were receiving it was just how right. it kind of worked out yeah yeah so we've definitely had that happen too like whenever someone leaves um you know we have someone who went back to school and she's just going to do school full-time so we all called right. all her clients and we said we're you know it's really important to us that you get matched with someone who you're equally mm -hmm. as happy with um tell us a little you know we reviewed your file and you, if you want to tell us anything else about what you really liked about that provider will happily like recommend someone 
um, you know, some people read book, others are like, uh, I'll just wait and I'll go book online. And you know, it's like, oh, it's yeah. unfortunate because you know those people are like, oh, I'm going to see if I can get in somewhere else. But right. to be honest, what did happen with a lot of those people is all of a sudden you see them trickle back in because they can't get in anywhere uh, else either. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, it's, it's the, the name of the game, but retention is always a struggle, but you know, I'm aware of that too. So mm -hmm. it's really important to me. Like, I think when you enjoy your job, you're going to provide a better service. I would hope so. Yeah. Right. So, like, if you're happy here, you're gonna that like pours into your clients. Your energy yeah. is better. You're in a better mood around them. So naturally, mm -hmm. you're just gonna do a better job. Is my right. philosophy. So Fair. I do work really hard to like make an environment and provide a space that like they're happy with. All right. right? Like I, I feel like I'm a pretty cool boss. <laughs> no, I do too. But sometimes my employees tell me otherwise. I know. I know. Right? Not recently, like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you can't be perfect for everyone. But no. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of like one-on-one -on -one time with them. Like we do a lot of learning trades. Mm -hmm. So I'll, it's usually a group of three where like one massage therapist will get on the table and the other massage therapist will start giving them massages and we'll work on new techniques and I'll give my oh. feedback. And I'm, you know, I'm great at certain things. I'm not an expert in every single massage sure. technique ever invented, but it's also not my agenda to completely like change the massage that they're doing. It's more so mm -hmm. to like pick up what they're already doing and enhance it, right? right? Like you could probably get more pressure if you come at it from this direction. Or how about if you, oh. you know, change the direction of your pressure this way and that'll, you know, help avoid the like choppy flow or, you know, whatever, just kind of giving yeah. them like live feedback, which you really don't get anywhere else. No. And I think that's one of the things that A, makes us unique, but then B, helps them like be happy here because longevity right. of massage therapists mm -hmm. even if they want to do it forever the average burnout rate is like three to five years is and that really? was a statistic before the pandemic three to five years yeah. so you go to school for almost a year mm -hmm. and now you get three to five years yeah. and then you're because people burn themselves out you know i mentioned before, like physically like, yes it's, okay it's pretty physical like um most massage therapists like doing five massages in a day is is a lot so i imagine most people do that three to four days a week. So you're doing right. like, we'll, call, we'll just say 20 massages a week is like full time for a yeah. massage therapist. And then even after that, you're tired. So most people have to try and either A, figure out how to do more massage mm -hmm. or, and then they burn themselves out or B, try and figure out a career that's flexible enough to do both part time uh, and then they get frustrated. And, okay. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of both like physical burnout because mm -hmm. they're like, well, in order to like do enough hours that I need to do. Mm -hmm. I got to work 36 hours of hands-on massage each week and then all of a sudden you got carpal tunnel or tendonitis yeah, right? or frozen shoulder. Yeah, it's just they they literally physically burn themselves out. Dang. So right. Yeah, anytime I see my uh, my team in the break room and they're like, you know, massaging themselves, I'm like, are you okay? Uh, what, what do you need? Did you need a massage? Have you nice. been to the chiropractor? Like, are you taking care of yourself? Do you try some yeah. cupping? Like, I'm just That's on top funny. of them because... You know, their their health is the health of my business. Mm -hmm. If they're if they get hurt and they're not taking care of themselves, all of a sudden, right. we have like two months worth of clients to reschedule that are, oh. that are already mad because it took them two months yeah, to right? get in. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So. Got it. Yeah. So when you said something earlier about a when a new employee comes on mm -hmm. and they give you a massage. Yep. I'm just thinking, how weird would it be to give the boss a massage? Oh, you know, it's so funny because I know they're always nervous. Okay. Always. I, My hands are shaking. <laughs> I have had one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done very few 
interviews that I haven't hired because I do a, a preliminary screening interview. All right. Like a Zoom call, and it's basically interviewing your personality. If your personality right. is good and you pass interview number one, then you come in for the hands-on. You know, I think it would be nice for me to just do the hands-on interview because then I'd get more massages. But <laughs> <All right. laughs> then I got to shut more people down too. So if you make All it past right. the first interview, then you come do the hands-on. I think there's only been like one person that gave me a massage that got to the hands-on portion, I didn't end up hiring them. Because oh. it, it was, it was like, that bad? really shaky. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. I just, Sweaty I palms. And <laughs> lots of sweat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not good. And it's, I was really disappointed. I felt bad because, like, personality-wise, I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be so great. And right. then it wasn't. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah. But uh, most of the time, um, people do great. You, you know they're nervous. Sure. And I try and think back, but it's been a while for me. Like, the first... I only ever had one job, one massage job, right? Massage. Oh, ID. wow, sure, okay. So I only had to do that interview process once. Like yeah. some people have had to do it multiple times until they land in a space that they're happy in. All right. So, you know, I try and think back to how nervous I was, but to be honest, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure I probably was. Sure. But, uh, yeah, they're always... They fight through it, and you can I can kind of tell by their touch. Like in the beginning, maybe first 15 minutes of the massage, you can just tell by their energy in their hands and mm -hmm. yeah that they're a little nervous and then as things kind of get moving and they get into their rhythm they're like oh yeah i know how to do this oh uh, <laughs> to it okay yeah Got and it. so it usually it usually ends well sure yeah and i try and just kind of let them do their thing and like i don't usually give a ton of feedback to them in real time when i'm getting an interview massage all right um because i'm like i just want to see their natural like how they would do it all right because <laughs> clients I think most clients don't naturally give a ton of feedback. They don't know what feedback to give other than No, I never know what to say. Or go, yeah, exactly. Yeah, stop killing me. Yeah, I exactly. say sometimes, but it's too I much don't. or it's not enough. And even sometimes then people choose not to say anything. Yeah, I just tolerate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my wife and I, we got a couple's massage, um, oh my gosh. I think it was last year, whatever. And I swear that the woman that was massaging me was trying to push my spine through my stomach. Did you tell her you wanted deep tissue? No. No, she no just it's a relaxing, just chill. This is just oh, chill. Oh, And my I'm wife sorry. was laughing so hard. <laughs> she, of course, had the best massage in the world, yeah, right? This yeah. angel massaged yeah. her, right? Like, she was like, James, I'm leaving you for this dude. <laughs> Whatever. And I'm like, I can't get my spine out of the bed. Yeah. So oh, it was geez. so funny. And I was like... You know, she's like harder, softer, right? And yeah. I'm like, you know, way softer. <laughs> it is, but it's hard to like know what, as the client, like mm -hmm. you're not a massage therapist. So it is no. hard to know what type of feedback to give sometimes. Right. And then there is a little bit of that like, well, it doesn't really feel good, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah, I was timid. You know? I was yeah. just like, it's fine. And that doesn't seem like your personality, but I always tell my staff that. I'm like, even people who you would think would speak up, like they don't because it's just different. You're like laying unclothed on a table yeah, right. there is like a slight even if it's not conscious there's a slight power differential that like as totally. massage therapists you kind of have to be aware of mm -hmm. and like check in with people and yeah set the expectation up front like what kind of pressure do you like mm -hmm. so yeah i've had some not here but i've had some bad massages All in right. my life and it, it always teaches me of like okay that's one thing yeah i can point out that we definitely do differently <laughs> Yeah, like whenever I get a massage, I'm just like super relaxing. Yeah. Don't try to fix a thing. Yeah. Because regardless of how many times I tell them that, 
they're all just like off the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> they probably feel your your softball or dodgeball injuries probably. in their shoulders, and they're like, probably. we got that, that is the curse of the massage therapist. So and they want to fix it. Yep, they're like, oh, I found this. I gotta fix it. Yeah. yeah. But some people don't want that, and you gotta respect that. Like, no, because they find that not. And yeah. They're like, wow. Yeah. Let me get the drill. And up. you're just here to relax. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's therapeutic benefits too to just relaxing, especially for like someone who has a super busy lifestyle. You don't right. take the time to relax. So all of a sudden when you finally have like an hour mm-hmm. to yourself to just chill, maybe that's all you want to do right. and that your brain can finally rest for an hour. <laughs> Part That's very true. Yeah. Part of it though, I guess I always think uh, if it's pain, I won't fall asleep because sometimes I've had some expensive naps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah. But you're just like, oh. You're, right. it, it's still working on your body. You're just not conscious of it. So you feel like you missed it. Yeah. All right. I've heard that before. I totally feel like I missed it. Yeah. And so I feel I've like I was probably people. snoring just annoying the person. Yeah. I, was, I mean, yeah. I always tell people if you fall asleep, it's almost like a huge compliment to us, though, because Is it, really? it gets your body out of the, like, stress response. Like, for you to feel relaxed and calm enough to mm-hmm. fall asleep during a massage, like, you're in total relaxation mode. All right. Like, that's what your body needed. Okay. Even if you're not conscious of it. Like, I do have some clients who are like, no, if I fall asleep, you wake me up. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to do? Just like sh- give you a little shove? Like, right? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I have, I have some people who are like, I don't want to miss it. And then I have others who are like, I'm sorry I fell asleep. I'm like, no, no, that's what your body needed. All right. Yeah. Everybody's just different though. But at the end of the day, that's why you do, like every single client that comes on our doors, we'll do an intake with them. So we'll sit down and say, like, mm-hmm. anything bothering you today? What kind of massage do you want? What body parts do you want worked on? What do you not want worked on? Because some people are like, oh, don't touch my hair. Don't touch my feet. Sure. The fronts of my knees are ticklish. Like, whatever. <laughs> so we'll literally walk through, like, okay, I'm going to work on your back, your hips, the backs of your legs, and then we'll flip you over. We'll work on the chest, sides of the neck. We'll do some face and scalp, arms and hands, and then the fronts of the legs and the feet. And we'll All use right. medium pressure, but go a little harder in the shoulders, like you said. You know, we'll do just like, and say it back to them to make sure they, that, you know, wow. they know we're understanding okay. them. Because that's the worst. I, I hear those types of stories all the time. It's like, I go get a massage and it wasn't what I wanted. Or, right. You know, so we really try and, like, give people what they're actually wanting uh, to. Nice. You know, we have our professional opinions and our agendas of, like, if we do find stuff, <laughs> it is hard to be like, okay, I'm not going to work that out. I'm not sure. going to get that knot out. But at the end of the day, we're just, you know, I call it, like, 80% what the client wants and 20% what you know All right. about your profession. Just like throw that in there. <laughs> sure. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. What are some things that you would like clients to know? Mm. Maybe just like- universally from massage and specifically for you guys. Yeah. I mean, I feel like one of the, I feel like a lot of clients don't realize like how trained some, not all massage therapists, but some massage therapists, everyone who works here, um, you know, we memorize every single muscle and bone in the body, their attachment points. Do you really? Yeah, in wow. school. So we learn, like, kinesiology, what muscles, uh, you know, cause abduction versus adduction. So when clients say, like, it hurts when I go like this, and we know in our heads, well, what muscles are causing that movement, you know? Oh. So we're, you know, technically our scope of practice, we can't treat or diagnose you, but we can think, like, okay, if that motion hurts, that's where I'm going to look because those muscles are probably tight. And then we also know, like, what muscles are antagonistic to each other. So, like, whatever um, hurts to do, a fo- whatever's tight on the front is oftentimes tight on the back, too, because right. your body is like this giant tug of war. Sure, yeah. <laughs> So I, some people maybe know this, but I feel like I'll, I'll occasionally get the question like, oh, you have to be licensed to be a massage therapist? I'm like, well, How yeah. many garages have they been in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, in a lot of other countries, you don't have to. Uh, but, really? Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know if that's ones. good or bad. I right. I think that I've had many, many. We travel a lot. I've had many massages elsewhere, and you can tell the countries that they like know what they're doing versus the ones that are just like unaware of like how long your muscles are. They'll like stop halfway through, and I'm like, that's weird. But okay, uh. <laughs> so, I'm not here for therapy. I'm just relaxing. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing is like. Massage is, yes, it's relaxing. Yes, it's like spa-like, but it's actually like we're very trained. All right. So we, we kind of I say I say to people like we definitely want to avoid that like medical, sterile, clinical environment, sure. but yet be able to still help you in mm -hmm. some of those ways in physically. Um, so we're kind of doing that, but in a more relaxing environment. All right. So we're kind of the best of both worlds. Nice. Yeah. And then if people do need things that are outside of our scope of practice, obviously we'll send them to like right. refer out to a physical therapist or chiropractor or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would say huh. that's the biggest thing. I wish clients knew the level at which many of us are trained. And then we have to continue that. Like to renew right. our license, we have to do a certain amount of continuing education. Every couple of years? Every or? couple of years, yeah. Right. And we all, because of the hands-on learning trades that we do together, we all go like way above and beyond that. Oh, nice. But yeah, the, the minimum limit is like 12 hours per year, which is not nothing, but it's pretty easy to do like right. online courses that you can just kind of like... Right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think we really dedicate ourselves to like learning and knowing about the body right. and always improving. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, and I wish they would just know that we're booking two months out, so be patient with us. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> that's the only other thing. Most people are pretty chill about it, but some people definitely get upset. That's so funny. It reminds yeah. me, we answer phones for yeah. different Well, companies. yeah, it's your people that have to deal with it, unfortunately. Oh we'll have people so. for accountants call April 15th. At noon, and they'll be like, can I drop my taxes off today? Like, uh, no. And when we say no, we've had some people just get livid. Yeah. And I'm like, really? You really waited, and now you're making yeah. it our problem. Sorry. Yeah, it's just a weird, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this is just the world we live in. Like. Yep. It's the instant, people yeah. want instant results with it, with everything, and it's not always possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I get a different, different world. Microwave society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any crazy stories as far as clients go? Something where you're just like, that was a nutty client or? No, you know, we, we do, like, honestly, right when you ask that question, the thing that comes to mind is like sexual harassment in the massage field, which is like oh. something we do have to worry about. Sure. But like, we've been lucky because I think we kind of established that like, we know what we're doing. Like when a client comes in here, even if they were going to try and be inappropriate, if I sit down with you and talk to you about, okay, so which movement does it hurt when you do? Like right. you all of a sudden are going to get the vibe that mm, this is not that kind of place. Sure. <laughs> you know, I can't pull no that here. Place, yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, luckily we don't have any like weird people. I would just say like our clients, I've, so I have some people, like we have a massage therapist who drives from Beloit to work here. Two Holy days cow. Mm -hmm. Amy, she's here today. Wow. Um, and she also works at another place that's closer to home. And I recently asked her, I'm like, how do you like it here versus um, your other place? And she goes, our client, well, A, she likes it here. But she said, our clients are just different. She's like, I don't know if it's Madison mm. or what it is, but just like, I love my clients here. I can't bring myself to like not work here and not see them. All right. So yeah, we just like, we have the best clients. I don't know if there's like one specific scenario or example that's happened, but like our, our people are great. They support us. They'll, they'll come to like our customer appreciation events. Yeah. And, yeah. We had, I had a whole spiel at like our 10 year anniversary party. Um, 
and I started talking about like a timeline of what's happened over the years and yeah. all of a sudden like I was like, I'm not going to cry. I started crying. I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to get my words out. I just made eye contact with this one client who's been coming here forever. And, like, that's how I got through my like the rest of my spiel without oh, crying. Funny. And I was like, apologize. I'm like, sorry I stared at you the whole time. Because I know you're not supposed to do that when you're, you're supposed to, like, you know, not focus on one person too long. And he was like, no, it was totally fine. I, I got you. Ah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, we, I don't know. We just have the best people. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting that you've been in essentially two offices over the course of yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Which, I mean, we've been in. I don't even want to count. It's yeah. been a lot. Long time. <laughs> it's been a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. you always like the next thing. Yeah. The next thing. Yep. Or landlord's lame. Or. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> we had one where they started doing nails next door. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the crew starts complaining about the smell. The smell is yeah. really strong. Yeah. I don't know much about nails, but. We I don't do them here for that reason. <laughs> All right. Yeah, not cool. So it's just interesting. Yeah. You gotta just. Oh. I mean, I think we've. Uh, when you say stuff like that, I think in part we've just gotten lucky. Sure. Um, because the first space I moved in, I I didn't anticipate that we'd be there as long as we were, and then right. we were just outgrowing it. So even if Clock Tower hadn't told us they were gonna demolish the buildings, we were outgrowing that space anyways. Because right. we only had well, we had three treatment rooms in there. Okay. Um. So it was the two that the girl and I shared, and then at one point we had like an esthetician come rent, and that didn't last very long. But mm -hmm. um, and then eventually they both left, and I was using all three rooms but there were eight of us and only three treatment rooms Whoa. so we had to be very strategic about like okay you work from nine to two and then i have my first client from 2 30 to 8 30 sure like, just and a turnover was, yeah oh it was awful and then we were constantly having to worry about being like overbooked and like mm -hmm. i would work with your staff to be like okay if there's more than three people on the schedule at the same time tell me because that's an emergency we can't this is not possible wow. right so like right. they actually emailed me about it the other day and they're like oh we noticed four people are on the schedule at the same time i was like oh yeah i forgot to tell you like that's not a thing anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah. awesome but yeah so there's just like all the crazy like we it was a long time coming we needed to move out of that space like way earlier than we did all right better late than never <laughs> so you've been in here five since, months yeah since may of this year so of wow. 2022 so yeah all right yeah so you seem pretty established here already well we have a lot of the stuff but yeah it was we're getting there all right <laughs> yeah well, i mean like build out and all that kind of stuff or whatever you had to do i hired out we got the build out actually we didn't change anything with the walls all right which was nice like it was a tax firm before we moved in and so they had all these individual offices and mm -hmm. like, it's like perfect these will be our individual massage no. rooms Nice. Yeah. So, uh, and we actually bought this space. So this is a um, like a con a business condo. I is didn't there... even know that was a thing. Did yeah. You? I well, I never I bought one, so that's how I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So my uh, before that, I went to know it. Yeah. No, I, I was working with a real estate agent, and he showed me this, and he was like, "You're buying it." And I was like, "I can't afford to buy a building that size." And he was like, "No, it's a condo." I was like, "That's a thing." I knew about residential yeah. condos. Yeah. Yeah. So it works out. I mean, there's of course the headaches of owning versus sure renting or heat went out in the cold and calling my landlord being like come fix my heat yeah <laughs> but yeah I, th I think over so we plan to be here for a long time <laughs> that's cool yeah that's super cool yeah so um massage there's like 50 gazillion places that have gone up mm -hmm. in the past maybe even 10 years yeah i mean you mentioned massage envy but there's mm -hmm. like yeah. everywhere strip mall comes up massage yeah. goes up yeah where that was not necessarily the case 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So is that a trend? Massage more? is becoming more well known as not just a luxury, right? Okay. Like there's nice spas like Sundara, but what, for those types of things, you're really going there for like 
the pools and the hot tubs and the environment sure. and the, you know take the day. Um, it's becoming more well known to get a massage for pain and for tension uh -huh. and to like help with okay. that. Like you can still come relax and there's like I said therapeutic benefits of that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's becoming more well known when the massage school opened here. It was probably around that same time because I think the massage therapy at Madison College opened. I graduated in 2010, mm -hmm. and I think I was like the fifth class, and they did, it was weird because they were like nine months long, so maybe they were open for about three years or okay. so before I went there. So, oh, so that timeline kind of adds up mm -hmm. that they start teaching more massage therapists and all of a sudden more places pop up. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just, it's funny, <laughs> but anyone who wants to start their own business should, uh, Definitely listen to this podcast because right? it's not always like, oh, I'm just going to go do it and there's going to be no trouble or challenges. Sure. Perfect segue, though. <laughs> yeah. What are what are the top three challenges that you've had to deal with that you didn't necessarily expect? You just don't know what you don't know. Okay. And so, like, everything for me was learning along the way. I All just right. had to figure everything out, which is not a bad thing to have because I never struggle with perfectionism. But even things like figuring out software, scheduling systems, uh, employee uh, laws, <laughs> employment law, right? Like, mm -hmm. you just... And most lessons you learn the hard way. So um, hiring was probably the biggest lesson. I had to learn how to vet better, how mm -hmm. to do those like Zoom interviews first. Um, I think also just learning software, like my philosophy now is start with the end in mind. Okay. Right. So like some softwares only have certain capabilities because mm -hmm. they're free. <laughs> uh, right. Or 20 bucks a month, sure. right? But then you eventually outgrow them, and it's this huge hassle to switch. So we mm -hmm. stuck with this software that had nowhere near the capabilities that we needed um, and, like, put off switching because it's this huge undertaking when you mm -hmm. switch a booking software. Mm -hmm. Like, all your clients, then you got to make sure people didn't get double-charged or not pay. Um, so start with the end in mind. Like, I'd rather pay an extra $20, $30, $50 a month for a software that I'm going to grow into yeah. rather than have to, like, have these be cheap <laughs> in the beginning and have to grow into it mm -hmm. um, and then ask for help I I think because I that was the biggest lesson I've learned is I had so many issues because I was trying to do everything myself in yeah. the beginning you kind of have to you're a solo right. you're the bookkeeper you're mm -hmm. the marketer you're, you do everything but then eventually I went from when I started asking people for help that's when my business really started like scaling not nice. not just slowly growing and maintaining sure. right okay. so you know if i wanted to make an employee handbook i hired a lawyer to do that or if i wanted somebody in and to make sure the space was clean i hire a cleaning company if i mm -hmm. want somebody to help answer like we were answering our own phones all, like people would leave messages i'd call them back when no, i'm sorry yeah. it was a disaster right because i was being cheap where right. i was like i can do it and and there is like a learning curve of hiring a, a staff right like you have to totally. train them but so that was the biggest thing like challenges I had to break myself from that habit of like mm -hmm. wanting to do everything myself as a as an entrepreneur. You're like, I just we do just it want myself. to, yeah, because there's certain ego. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, right? and you just you know you're gonna do it best. Yes, yeah, no one can do it like I do it. We joke all the time <laughs> exactly. about that. But yeah, there's there's doing being able to do it best and then actually yeah. being able to get it done the right way. And it's like, yeah, sometimes you have to pay for that, but then that was a huge learning experience for me that like once I finally started getting more in that mindset, mm -hmm. that's when business really started to take off. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, there's something to this. <laughs> Fair. Fair. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, Caitlin, so 
Thank you so much for being yeah. on the show. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. You have a cool space. Great conversation. Thanks. Yeah, you'll have to come get a massage. You sound like our perfect client now. <laughs> <laughs> well, a relaxing one. Yeah, a relaxing one. We'll, I will we'll, we'll totally make sure do that. that. You know, I was just thinking on the way here, I thought, when was the last time I got a massage? It's probably with my wife and the the woman that tried to kill me. No, oh, yeah. Okay, we'll Not the same that person. Experience. Yeah. <laughs> At least as far as I know. <laughs> this has been Authentic Business Adventures, the business program that brings you the struggle stories and triumphant successes of business owners across the land. We're locally underwritten by the Bank of Sun Prairie. If you're listening or watching this on the web, if you could do us a huge favor, hit the big old thumbs up, subscribe, and of course, comment below. Let us know how your massages have gone, yeah. how you wish they'd go. Yep. And uh, I don't know, whatever else <laughs> you want to know about yeah. starting a massage business. <laughs> My name is James Caterman, and Authentic Business Adventures is brought to you by Calls on Call, offering call answering and reception services for service businesses across the country on the web, callsoncall.com. And of course, the Bold Business Book, a book for the entrepreneur and all of us, available wherever fine books are sold. We'd like to thank you, our wonderful listeners, as well as our guest, Caitlin Rohowitz owner of a better body massage well caitlin i didn't ask you website where's your, what's your website oh, madisonbetterbody.com madisonbetterbody.com yep. and where can people find you address wise uh we're at 6515 grand teton plaza so we're right. right off of like yellowstone and mineral point road on the west side perfect yeah the place to go uh what else we got here past episodes can be found morning noon and night podcast thank fun at drawincustards.com Thank you for watching. We will see you next week. I want you to stay awesome. And if you do nothing else, enjoy your business.